0: We're not going to let a man-eating dog get between us and the greatest Halloween candy on Earth, because we have raw meat. Oh, right. Now, after we have secured the peanut butter clusters, what do we say to the Burmans? Meat Oh, oh <laughs> Meredith.
1: Don't forget our dad. He likes candy, too. That's my girl. Okay. Ready?
0: You're
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I'm your host, Scott White, and I'm joined once again by Steph DeWagoner. Hi, everybody. We have a Halloween special. Um, we are looking at the an episode of Soul Man, the sitcom starring Dan Aykroyd. I believe it was the second season, episode four, called Trick or Treat.
3: Yes. Now, you've done a couple episodes of this I've show. i done, the yes,
2: and it's not a good show. <laughs>
3: This is my first time to do one with you. And I have to say, I don't remember watching this show originally.
2: The only thing I remember about this show originally is I was listening to the Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm. And he was just ripping apart about how bad it was.
3: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I so it's 1997 is when this show takes place, is my understanding. Yes,
2: and it's a spinoff of Home Improvement.
3: Oh, yes. okay. That makes sense. Because it's
2: set in the, it's set in Michigan.
3: Oh, okay.
2: And uh, Dan played this character on an episode of Home Improvement. Okay. And it was a spinoff. So yes, it's set in Michigan.
3: I think. For so was was the episode he was on a pilot for Soul Man?
2: No, he just did a guest appearance on. <clears throat> On home improvement i guess just to introduce the.
3: Character. oh that makes sense it's funny because they don't do the like you know home improvement <clears throat> has those bumpers where like what's gonna happen you know a piece of paper is gonna crumple up or yeah. a hammer is gonna come across but but they do this they do come in and out the scenes when they come back from a break kind of with that soul man uh uh still shot but they don't do quite the same home improvement that makes sense though it's got kind of that home improvement style now that you and actually one of the boys from home improvement was in this episode no oh no you know what it is i'll tell you what happened so i watched this and this is the first time i've ever seen this that i can recall and because i'm watching it on youtube because that's where you can find it it just automatically went to the next episode he's in the next episode okay which is infinitely better than the one we're going to talk about tonight yes
2: so this the the it's called trick-or-treat and the title is just as original (laughs) as the show it's just not a funny show. It, this is one of those shows where the laugh track really stands out. And, like, they're really pushing the laugh track. Yeah.
3: It it, uh, it was interesting to me, having accidentally watched the second episode, how different the two episodes were, and that the second one was actually a lot better. The se- Just as a sidebar, the second one I watched centered more on Anthony Clark's character, the young... Reverend Todd yes. and him getting his first chance at doing a, a sermon. And I think Anthony Clark's funny. I've always enjoyed Anthony Clark and the different sitcoms he's been on, from Boston Commons to Yes, yes Dear. dear. Um, I've always liked him. I just something about him I like. And so maybe that's why. I, and, and Elaine Stritch, a uh, uh, classic Broadway yes. actor, is, is in that other episode. But we're not here to talk yep. about that episode. We're here to talk about Trick or Treat.
2: And it starts off with... The kids are getting ready to trick-or-treat, and they're talking about the neighbor's dog. And Dan goes to the fridge and says, but we've got raw meat! And you think that's going to come into play later, and it doesn't. It, the killer dog is only mentioned once, and then it is dropped.
3: Yeah, basically the way they come back to that scene is at the very end when he's going through the Halloween candy. Yes. Because that's the whole thing is he's prepping the kids so that he... So they can get like the maximum amount of candy. They can get past that dog
2: and get candy for him.
3: And get candy for him.
2: And then that takes us through the intro. And
3: then we. I get... don't even like the intro on this it's show.
2: A, it's a terrible version of Soul Man.
3: Um, it, the intro for those of you who may not watch this, is well, basically uh, the
2: intro. I'm going to put it at the beginning. You of are going to so put so it you'll, at the beginning. You'll hear okay, one. you'll hear it.
3: Yeah, I just it's it's dark. It's not funny. No. It's. It... Yeah, I, I was like, God, even the intro in this is not good. Uh,
2: then we, uh, we cut back and...
3: So the premise is... It's Mike, Halloween. And, and the premise here is that he is, Mike Weber is a widowed reverend. He's a rev- widowed reverend,
2: a, reverend with four
3: kids. Episcopalian reverend? Yes, I believe it's Episcopalian. And he's got four kids? Yes. Okay.
2: The two little ones and then the two that oh, caused the
3: problem. right, 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 right. I think that oldest kid, Kenny, terrible. Completely miscast. That kid was terrible actor. At one point, I saw him mouth the other kid's lines, I, and I rewound it to make sure that's what I saw, and that's what I saw. It's
2: weird you should say that because the episode I did an episode with our friend Lauren, and we caught where he was standing in the back waiting for his cue.
3: Oh, I remember Lauren saying yeah.
2: that, and we both saw that. So whoever's I thought... Imp- Directing had- these or editing these, they're, they're missing a lot. I don't know if it was Rush, but we could... In the episode we watched, we could clearly see him in the back waiting for his cue line to come in.
3: Yeah, I don't know. There had to have been infinitely other teenage boys they could have cast over him, but... Uh, that's it. That's interesting. So, yes, yeah, so now we get past the opening credits. We cut to one of the other... We cut to the two boys, right?
2: The, the oldest one, he's fiddling around with a garbage can... He's got two little, little ones, and then uh, the two older ones. They're
3: they're like one that's like 10 and one that's 14, 14, 15, 15, 15 15-something.
2: So the 10-year-old, he's a troublemaker, and the oldest one is dumb. That's their characters. Yeah. And then the little ones are just cute. Right. And the 10-year-old finds the 14-year-old playing out by the garbage cans. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, Nothing. And then the, the 10-year-old's going to go out and cause vandalism. He's got eggs and toilet paper and soap. And it turns out the older one has this dummy on a noose. And his plan is, what we'll do is, when kids walk by, we'll throw it down. It'll scare the kids. They'll drop their candy. And then we will gather up there. Was
3: it bugging you the whole episode that you were trying to figure out what the mask was on the dummy, if that was supposed to be somebody? I
2: didn't know. It didn't until... Well, we, when we get to it, when Anthony Clark put it on, then it was like, was that Reagan? Or
3: I know, I was trying to figure out, is that supposed to be a mask of somebody that we're supposed to recognize? At first, I thought it was like some racially offensive Asian guy because of the way they were holding it. But then, yeah, it, I thought, is that a Reagan mask? I couldn't tell. It, I, I didn't know if we were supposed to think that it was somebody. Um, you grew up in Detroit. Yeah. I'm, we're from the same area, pretty much. Right. Was the night before Halloween, was was it Devil's Night? Devil's Night. Yeah, that's a Detroit thing. That is a Detroit thing. Where? But well,
2: first of all, this takes place in Michigan on Halloween, and nobody's got a jacket on.
3: <laughs> How many times did your mother make you yeah, put a I, jacket I, or I, sweater on yes, over your Halloween I, costume?
2: I, I trick-or-treated a Spider-Man with a jacket on <laughs> lots of times but not here they're walking around in short sleeve shirts right everybody's fine
3: and now the young reverend is against all the halloween festivities well well, first
2: dan comes out and talks to the kids it's like no vandalism. remember last year no vandalism this no vandalism this year and the two go in on the dummy
3: i did think that was funny when he said your behavior reflects on me as the minister you know your behavior reflects on me how many times do i have to tell you that i thought that was probably that was good that seemed authentic to me It seemed like, of course, and of course it's always the pastor's kids, the reverend's kids who are causing trouble, right?
2: Then we go back into the house, and then Anthony Clark's character does not like Halloween. He still thinks it's a pagan ritual.
0: You're really going to go trick-or-treating tonight? Yeah, we were going to ask you to come along with us. We need a decoy for the Berman's Doberman. (laughs) Just show up here at 631 Sharp with a flank stake in your pants. (laughs) It's just I don't think a minister should be taking part in a pagan holiday. I
1: mean, there's God and there's evil, and on Halloween you take the D from God and put it on evil, and you you got goat devil.
0: Yes, and if you take the T from Todd, you get odd. There you go. Behold, Megarex. Makes T-Rex look like a newt. Don't forget you're a paleontologist. <laughs> Rip him to bits. him limb from limb. Dad,
1: I have
3: to pee. All
0: right, well, make sure you lift the toilet seat and your tail. If you're going to put him in a costume, why couldn't he go as one of the 12 apostles? <laughs> Todd, I, I don't think there's a kid in the history of trick-or-treating who's ever gone as an apostle. No, I did. I went as a different one every year. <laughs> How many times you get beat up? Twelve.
3: And, and Dan Aykroyd has very much his character has very much embraced this holiday. Yes. They don't well, tell I us guess with four kids, you probably would. Right, and they don't tell us why was this something his wife figured out? like? Has it always been fun? Has he always like? He's seen... obviously the premise is he's this cool, unorthodox sort of reverend. And so, you know, he wears black and he rides a motorcycle. And um, so, but yeah, they've got Halloween decorations around the house and he seems to be really into it. And Anthony, Reverend Todd is against it all, you know, and has never had a good Halloween experience. and,
2: And then this blonde woman comes in. Now I'll admit, this is the first time I've seen her. I don't know what she has to do with anything. I don't know how she is connected to the reverend.
3: I, oh, you're talking about that character that was, what was her name, Nancy or something? Yeah. And she was going to, she was there like as some kind of an assistant or something, right? Must or, have been, must be. Dead. I couldn't figure out her character either. They never mentioned who she was or how she fit in. Obviously, she'd been in before. I looked at the credits and it looks like her character comes in in the second season. And I thought it was Bonnie Hunt.
2: I thought it was Bonnie Hunt, too. And at I first.
3: looked and I was like, is that Bonnie Hunt? And But no, it's not Bonnie Hunt. And it's this actress that has not done Helen Cates. She plays Nancy Boyd. Her picture isn't even on IMDb. She doesn't have a lot of credits. It's never really explained. Is she like a parishioner? Or is she the church secretary? I have no idea who she is. There's an episode at the beginning of... There's an episode at the beginning of season two that is uh, called Hello, Todd, Hello, Nancy, Goodbye, Harley. So that must be where we meet Because Nancy. Todd comes
2: in in the second season as well. Okay. The first season was only like five or six episodes. And then the second season, they brought in Todd. They brought in a whole bunch of characters in the second
3: season. Ah, gotcha. So yeah, that must be where it's explained. I feel like she's like some kind of church employee that maybe also helps him with like nannying Probably. or babysitting or... It reminded me of like on The Nanny where you've got Cece who sort of is around, you know. This also made me think of Roseanne. I don't know if you ever watched Roseanne very much, but Roseanne of any sitcom, especially the kind of the ABC sitcoms, they really had the corner on Halloween episodes.
2: Right. Yes, I remember
3: that. Roseanne, I was never like an avid, avid Roseanne watcher, though I will say over the years. Well, Home
2: Improvement did too.
3: Yeah, and they had really good Halloween episodes. So he can't talk him out of it. He, The Reverend Todd can't talk him out of it. They're going to go.
2: They're going to go trick-or-treating. The two older kids, they're going to go out trick-or-treating. Dan busts them. It's yeah, like, they've got they, eggs. They've got eggs. He crushes eggs on them. Typical stuff. The, then we cut to.
3: Kenny and the, the older boy, the teenage boy. Kenny and the other boy.
2: No, no. Then it's, we see Dan's costume.
3: Oh, that's right. He comes down the stairs in his costume. As
2: Julia Childs. Which was funny. Which was, that is an in-joke. Right. Because he famously played Julia Childs on on Saturday Night Live. Right. Which is one of the most classic sketches of all time.
3: Yes. Yes. So I did think that was funny. I did think that
2: was
1: funny.
0: Too much blush?
1: (laughs) No, you just reminded me I have to call my mother.
0: Your mother must be a very attractive woman. But can she prepare
1: a lovely Christmas bouche Noelle? Let me guess, you're Margaret Thatcher's love child.
0: Well, I am a child. I'm Julia Child. (laughs) But now, here's a delicious liquid refreshment anyone can prepare in a matter of seconds. First, find an ordinary glass. Run your cold water. Voila! A glass of water! (laughs) <laughs> tune in next week when we show you how to prepare Whoa showed hot water
2: and he's going back and forth with Nancy Nancy and then he takes the kids out trick or treating so he takes the two younger ones out trick or treating as Julia Childs right then we cut to
3: Kenny and Andy.
2: They're in a tree, and they're throwing the dummy down. And... By the way,
3: Andy, the 10-year-old, this whole episode has got a bald cap on with an axe stuck in his head, a, blood, a bloody axe yep. in his head, which even the still shot for this on YouTube is that picture. picture. And I was like, what? No one ever says anything about this kid having this axe on his head. Which had to. That,
2: that had, he had to be sweating with that
3: thing. Right, on. right.
2: Now, they're, yeah, they're throwing the dummy out of a tree, and it's scaring kids, and it's working. My first thought was, oh, one of them's going to fall out of the tree,
3: hurt themselves, hurt
2: themselves, and then they go to the hospital." Okay. They didn't do that route, so I congratulate them on that. They didn't do the obvious route.
3: Yeah, pat him on the back. He falls out of the tree. Right. Yeah.
2: Good job. Or he, hmm. he goes to throw it out. He goes down with the dummy. Well, they throw the dummy in front of Reverend Todd's, Reverend Todd's car, and you, you hear the screech, and it's all done off camera. All done off camera. And Reverend Todd's like, I'm gonna say it. Oh, fudge! Anthony Clark plays the Reverend Todd as this very naive, very wholesome, wholesome young person. young. It the roles are switched. It's usually the young hip minister, you know, priest. Right. It's gonna change things. But in this one, the young, you know, Dan wants to change things, and right. Anthony Clark is the straight laced. We go back to the, We go to a commercial break, and then we come back. And the kids are like, "Okay, you know, we don't know nothing. We didn't do anything." And Anthony Clark shows up with a dummy, he, the dumb kid. He stuffed it with Church bulletins and his own English test. test. <laughs> he literally had his name in the dummy.
3: The boys are trying to. They're
2: playing Anthony because they already have Anthony. Anthony Clark already has in his head that Halloween is bad. And the kids are playing that up. It's like it's not us. It's the it's the holiday. It's Halloween. We're really good kids, but there's something happening on Halloween. And Anthony buys this, and he agrees not to tell their father Dan. Then Dan comes back from trick
3: or treating. One of the the little boys asleep. He's fallen asleep in his dinosaur costume, but the little girl wants to still go trick or treat.
2: Right. So Nancy takes her back out. Reverend Todd is there, and he's acting strange.
3: Because, because the boys he told can't him lie. Lie. he yeah. can't lie, but the boys told him, "Don't lose eye contact with dad. Keep your eye contact with dad. You, you know, if you lose eye contact, you lose." So he's doing a terrible job of lying because he says, "Hey, was that your car?" And I see your car. He's like, "Oh,
2: I saw your car. Looks like you got in an accident." He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." It's like you didn't notice that your car was, you know, missing a wheel. Right. What? Right. And they go back and forth like this. And Anthony Clark is the best part of this episode. Yeah. And he breaks down and he's like, I, I, I told him I couldn't lie. And it's your kids. They threw the dummy down and I hit it. And, and he just, and and the scene ends with him unzipping Dan <laughs> out of his Julius. <laughs> right, heart.
3: right. Dan was like, yeah, could you unzip me?
2: Well, there was this big speech. So it's like, and you knew the punchline was coming. You get to see the punchlines coming. Halloween is no excuse. People act the same on Halloween as they do any other time of the year. Now unzip me. Right. That's like, okay. Right. I felt
3: like even in this, what I didn't like too, is I felt like Dan Aykroyd was really heavy-handed with his It's through lines. all of it.
2: It's all of them. All the episodes. All the episodes, really it's, heavy-handed. It's just really heavy-handed with the jokes. There's no subtlety. It's Yeah, he just ham-fists the jokes, which are not funny.
3: I was like, I guess that's why we don't have sitcoms like that anymore, because
2: they're just... They they are out of style. Yeah, and sitcoms nowadays are more character driven, and so then the kids come home, and Dan has the the dummy. He, outside. Yeah,
3: instead of instead of just out and out punishing him, he's going to teach him a lesson by basically scaring them. Right,
2: he says, oh, you know, go upstairs. I'm I'm thinking about punishing you. Blah blah blah, and then he gets uh, Anthony Clark to dress up as the dummy, so he's got the jeans and the flannel shirt and the mask on. And what he's supposed to do is he's supposed to sit in the chair. He's going to call the boys in. They're going to jump up. And then it's like, oh, it's not so fun being scared, is it? But what happens is Nancy and his little daughter come in by mistake. Or not by mistake, but they come in. Wrong time. Wrong time. Anthony Clark jumps up.
3: Nancy punches punches him. him.
2: (laughs) Now, so we have to go back. Anthony Clark goes, why don't you have your, you know, why don't you have your sons dressed up as an, as an apostle? That'll be fun. And Dan goes, how many times did you do that? Twelve. And he goes, how many times did you get beat up? Twelve.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: So that's a callback to this, so him getting beat up. Right. And, yeah, so Nancy punches him, and he goes down, and then the kids walk in. And then they confront. Well, you know, Dad, what if something happened? Right. They give him the same speech, right? That Dan gave them. I'll also give the episode credit. Maybe Dan dishes out punishment to him, and at this point, we get some vintage Dan Aykroyd. Uh, you know, he's doing the fat here. Well, here's your punishment. He's sort of right. doing it like he's. And they reference Don. Pardo. Like they yeah.
3: reference Don Pardo. So you're. Uh... Probably rethinking our punishment.
0: I have instead of grounding you I'm sentencing you to 40 hours of community service.
1: 40 hours?
0: Shall I tell our contestants what they've won Todd? Please. (laughs) Beginning Monday our young delinquents will be painting the church basement in a lovely shade of industrial beige. Paints and brushes to be supplied by the Spiegel catalog Chicago Illinois 60609. But hold on that's not all. Thank you, Todd (laughs) Pardo! You'll also be feeding the elderly as part of our Meals on Wheels program. Food to be provided by Kenny and Andy, who'll be preparing it in the church kitchen.
2: We get the classic Dan Aykroyd, you're gonna have to do this, this, and this, and this, this. But that's not all, this, this, and this. this." It's like the the only time Dan is not mechanical in this episode. It's the old hymn... He, you know he's not like you said hammering these corny jokes.
3: It's good he gives the kid he gives the boys a punishment where they're going to basically have to work off the cost of repairing Reverend Todd's car by working at the church, serving people, serving food, cleaning, you know, doing stuff around the church. And he goes, "Can I just be grounded?" And he's like, "No, no, you know, no, you're gonna you're gonna work this off." And then we cut to
2: the credit scenes where Dan is div- divvying <laughs> up divvy. Dividing? Divvying div- up. Divvying up the candy. He's
3: got the kids' Halloween bags and he's going through the candy. He's like, nut
2: cluster, mine, raisins, theirs. Theirs. And then that's it. And that's the episode. And it's this it's very bland. It's not really like you said, Home Improvement Roseanne, their Halloween episodes were very Halloween y. And this was not. This was this was the set at Halloween.
3: Right. Roseanne and, and Home Improvement always have like a fun twist for the audience, you know, something like that or something that you think. They're trying fun. to scare each other. Right. And, but funny, co- like really funny right. costumes.
2: Yeah, they go all on in costumes here and yeah, on those shows and not. Yeah, this was just, the, you know, they, teach the kids a lesson. Right. It's just set on Halloween.
3: The episodes are on YouTube. That's where you can. All,
2: all the episodes are on YouTube. Uh, It only ran two seasons.
3: It's 25 episodes. Yes, and like the
2: first season was like only four or five episodes, second season. Yeah, that's
3: weird, I guess, because... It was was like a a midsummer. replacement. Ah, got it. Okay. Well, overall on IMDb, it looks like the series has like a 6.1 out of 10. Which is
2: way too high.
3: If you really love Dan Aykroyd, and obviously we're Dan Aykroyd fans, it's worth watching some of the episodes, you know, if there's... Anthony
2: Clark steals... yes. In all the episodes that I've done that he's been in, he steals the show, and I, I give Dan credit; I, he lets him steal the show. But uh, yeah, it's just not a good show. And there's a Christmas episode, so I'm probably going to do that at Christmas time. But well, I mean, and they do hit all the. It's like they do they do the standard Thanksgiving, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas episodes. They do all those. They just don't. There's no flair to it. It's it's very very dry. I think this is one of those you see those scenes where they run Big Bang Theory with no laugh track. If you did this, it would just be <laughs> uh, it would just be uh, it off. It, it's like the laugh track actually makes it bearable.
3: Was Anthony Clark a stand-up? Yes. Okay, so I'm looking at his IMDb, and it looks like he doesn't have any credits after like 2000 um i want to say like 2016 or something and so i was like oh well maybe he's writing or producing or direct uh, 2012 and 2019 he's got a couple of credits but it's like he's dropped off the planet he might have well I unless know he's doing comedy clubs or something he might be
2: he might be doing comedy clubs but he
3: doesn't have any like producer writer anything after like 2019 interesting He's funny. I, I Like I said, Yestir is actually not a terrible it's sitcom. It's not a terrible
2: show, especially episodes where Tim Conway yes. and Vicki Lawrence play his parents. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. yeah. Whenever okay, It's never a good sign when you're doing a podcast about a sitcom and you talk about another right. sitcom. Right, right. Yeah, this was just a, a misfire. I'll probably do, like I said, I'll probably do the Christmas episode and then...
3: So Dan was on. He did this, played this character on Home Improvement, and then he also was on. What was Jim Belushi's sitcom? He according to Jim. According to Jim, he was on. According to Jim, we did The Nanny, where he got he did a little cameo yes. on The Nanny,
2: and he's guest starred on The Connors.
3: Oh, okay.
2: With, with John Goodman, okay, and the episode that I did with Lauren, John Goodman was uh, on that episode
3: of. Oh, 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 yes, right, right. Of Soul Man. And it's a, I, it, it's just a lot of I think it's
2: friends helping friends. I'm right. gonna be on your sitcom, you're right. be on my sitcom. Right. But just because you got a bunch of talent together doesn't it's it's the writing. It's it the writing is so so important.
3: That's what I even look to see the difference between those two episodes I watched, because like I said, the next episode is actually better notably better than this one and i looked to see was a different director it is different writers there were more writers on the second one so um i think four kids are too many kids for this unless yeah the little kids i think it's almost like the two little ones are supposed to remind you of like the little kids in uncle buck like the the macaulay cocken and what's her gabby they they they're kind of the two little kids that are sort of a mirror image of each other but that older kid doesn't do anything in th- to add to this show at all. No. They could have cast any other actor. Um, but, yeah, it is funny. In the next episode, one of the Kids from Home Improvement is in the next episode. So that makes sense. I think
2: Richard Karn as Al makes a guest appearance oh. in one of these.
3: Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to, like, run out and watch any more. No, I mean, if no. I'm sitting around on a Saturday, it probably will come up on my YouTube again, you know, just since I watched two episodes. But, um, you know... We have some other content we'll be doing for future podcasts. Yeah. So. But it was a good, it was good. It was, you know, no, it, it was 20, 20 minutes. It was, it was short. I don't it think wasn't it, good. No, it's not the worst thing that I've watched.
2: No, and it's not the worst, but it's just not. I could see why this only lasted right. a year and a half.
3: That premise is a little hard, too. I feel like there's been other comedians who've tried the premise of the Reverend, the minister in a sitcom and it just doesn't go. There was... Cedric the Entertainer had one. Right. And then McLean Stevenson
2: had one way back in the 70s Uh called In the Beginning by Norman Lear. Oh. And that was so bad it only lasted four episodes. Well,
3: and didn't uh, Andrew Dice Clay, didn't he, wasn't he in a sitcom where he was a minister? I'm almost positive. So that whole premise of like... The well, m- The Cool Minister, yeah. Right. Yeah, and... I
2: don't... The did, only sitcom I know where he played a mailman, that's the only sitcom do I they, know that they? Um, played was
3: do they Do they ever, in this series from the episodes you've seen in Soul Man, do they ever talk about um, the wife, like the deceased, the dead wife? Did they ever talk about her?
2: Just that, you know, she died. There was the episode, one of the episodes I did, Donna Dixon made a guest appearance.
3: Oh. And...
2: You know, he had a crush on her. It's just never, it's just never really addressed. It's it's the full house. It's like mom's
3: dead. We don't really get into it. So it's kind of like the Brady Bunch. We never talk about it. Right.
2: The, well, that's the Brady Bunch. They were both widow, a widower, and a widow. Yes.
3: Oh, you know what? The Andrew Dice Clay series I was thinking of was Bless This House. That's why I thought he was, no, no, he was a reverend. But that's where he's supposed to work. Yeah, that was also a one, yeah, two that season. Was one thing. Yeah. All
2: right, so that's it. Um, I can't recommend it. I mean, it's if you just want to see what it's about, all the episodes are on YouTube, so you can go through it if you want to watch all the episodes of Soul Man. Soul Man.
3: Man. Yep. Not to be uh, confused with the movie with C. Thomas Howell. No.
2: <laughs> all right, so that's it. It's on YouTube if you want. I, we, we haven't really sold it.
3: And if you're adults, you know, it's perfectly fine to pilfer your kids' trick-or-treat candy. In Absolutely.
2: All right, that's it. We'll see everybody here next time on the Dan Aykroyd Podcast.
3: Bye. To support this
1: podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash scottwhite and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast.
0: Caramel swirl? Mine. Peanut butter cluster. Mine with a bullet. (laughs) Hmm. Box of nutritious raisins. Meredith. (laughs)
1: Ah.
0: Peanut butter cup. Andy's favorite. Mine. (laughs) Cross the Streams Media Podcast. Oh,
1: now I've done it. I've cut the dickens out of my finger. Well, I'm glad in a way this happened. You know, actually, do too time to time in the kitchen, we've never really discussed what to do. First, you must stop the bleeding. Uh, the best way is with direct pressure on the apron like so. You want to raise your hand over your head so the blood has to be pumped all the way up. Oh, the apron doesn't seem to be working, so... I'd recommend uh, natural coagulants such as chicken liver. No reason not to throw away the liver. Oh, oh God, it's throbbing, Oh, uh, journey cake, that's it. Yes, a journey cake can be made, of cheesecloth, and the chicken bone. Find a pressure point between the heart and the wrist. In this case, the wrist and cut off the blood. Oh, this is a last resort, however, because you could lose your hand if you tighten it too much. Oh, you're too woozy to tie the tourniquets. Try to call for emergency help. There's not much time left. Now, every kitchen should have the emergency number written on it side. Oh, this one doesn't. 911. because I'm remembering a time when I was a little girl and I had a dog named Amber. I used to give him liver. And my mother gave me a doll. Why are you all spinning? Well, I think I'm going to go to sleep now. Bon appetit.